everybody and welcome to Retromania retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize fantasize watch and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines matches events and or feuds from your pro wrestling past I'm part of the hosting squad Kobe Nida and as always I'm joined here with Jimmy Price yes and we are back back in action baby with uh Hulkamania is dead episode 12 new year same us new year same us same Hogan baby yeah Coming in black and white. Oh, man. You know he's he's showing up on Monday now. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Kayfabe, uh, yeah. That's we're, some, yeah. We're filming. The, we're filming. Yeah. We're uh, recording this the, before. Yeah. yeah, the day before. So you will already have seen what kind of train wreck it is. But that's some sly shit to kind of slide him in there for, for me and Gene. Yeah. Not just because we're trying to, like, ease him back in to the right. program at all. No, no, brother. No. Not at all. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, here we are. Hulkamania is Dead, the most original wrestling podcast you've heard of where we have fantasy booked from 1984, the breaking of Hulk Hogan's leg by the Iron Sheik. And there he leaves the wrestling business. Yes, he does. And so what happens when the, you know, the rest of the 1980s unfold without the biggest star of that decade? Right. And that's exactly. what we've been looking at. Yeah, the past 11 episodes. You can go back on retromania.blogspot.com to find our archive there, as well as moholradio.com, or search Retromania with a W in any podcast app, and we'll have our old episodes up. Hulkamania is Dead, episode 1 through 11, has led us to WrestleMania 6. We're post-6 right now. Yeah, yeah, we're into the 90s, which is crazy. Yeah, and man. We've booked like half a decade. It's crazy to think of that. And uh, all the creative stuff that we've done, not going to, you know, toot our horn too much, but it's pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty interesting. It's not the same, like, we're not taking ourselves so seriously, and we've kind of set ourselves within some some rules. Right. So uh, it's it's very fun. Yeah, it is. There's there's some twists and turns, and then there's also some familiar notes. So it's, you know, a little best of both worlds, a little bit of some serious you know uh you know kobe breaking down some awesome matches in depth which is awesome and then some just some silliness too yeah i'd like to say we're the black mirror of wrestling podcasts <laughs> absolutely uh, we have alternate universes yeah here, so uh, yeah. yeah that's what we do with hulkamania is dead yeah and uh if you'd like to listen to other episodes of our shows, we have bonus episodes where we have guests that come on and talk about their favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds, um, as well as our first season, The Origin of Attitude. And as well as some other bonus episodes, we have Gaijin Wrestling Radio talking a couple things. We went to an Evolve show. We saw the Velveteen Dream there live, yep. up close and personal. Yep, yep. Yeah, good stuff like that. Um, and then we have a new show on the network it's marking out the days that's a co-collaboration with myself and dave rosenbluth from kicking out at two and that's just us going through a specific day in wrestling history that specific day and retracing our favorite or not so favorite stuff from there yeah yeah, yeah. that's which is a, so, so much fun to like look back at history and be like oh okay so and just like your perspective as a fan like oh this is how i felt when this happened and then you know it's it's a cool it's a cool show yeah we will be 
Mixing and meshing and collaborating more with Dave Rosenbluth. We'll have co-shows with Jimmy, myself, and him on. We'll have me and him, him and his other guests. You know, it's just the whole thing here at Retromania. Uh, we're trying to spread the wealth of not having any wealth from podcasting. Right. <laughs> we don't make any money from this. We're just trying to have a fun wrestling podcast that people can listen to and join in. And, you know, rings up the nostalgia your wrestling, you know, your wrestling fandom and just a place where we can go and enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So here we are hot off the tails of WrestleMania six. Yes. What happened in this last episode, man? You want to take them back a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, leading up to WrestleMania six, we had a lot of, uh, interesting matchups. Uh, so we had earthquake and Kerry Von Eric. That was basically just a squash match yeah, uh, earthquake getting the victory there yeah yeah sorry carrie you just you're gonna have to go back to texas or something <laughs> uh demolition uh took on the the new fo- newly formed six-man demolition of uh axe smash and crush yeah beat uh barbarian haku and warlord mm-hmm. uh heart foundation uh against the orient express didn't go so well for the heart foundation no there. frustrated it's not the Remember, Brett was going through a Rolodex of looking for words, uh, yeah, and they he couldn't find the right words. So, uh, dictionary in one hand, the source in the other, and uh, yeah. So, uh, elsewhere, the Bushwhackers became the new tag team champions. Uh, wow, brutalizing the Rockers. Yeah, a little, little different. Yeah, a little different than the Bushwhackers that you remember. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely more brutal, more hardcore. Yeah. Uh, so then we had. Uh, personal issues in a tag team match between uh roddy roddy piper and uh the american hemophiliac dusty rose oh see wheat man listen the blood kept us together it coagulated and we kind of <laughs> coagulated and we had to join forces to you know strike down the other the bloody myth that's right that's right and worked out for him then we also had uh jake the snake roberts against ted dibiase with virgil mm. There's another familiar familiar note there. Those two at WrestleMania six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not changing that up. And then this last one was a little different. Macho Man Randy Savage, your WWF champion, defending against the Intercontinental Champion Sting. Yeah, the ultimate challenge. And Sting came out victorious in this one. The young uh, up and comer for WWF is uh, taking over. Yep. Yeah, taking uh, taking down Savage, who's more or less been the top guy going back to WrestleMania three. So, uh, very interesting stuff. So now we got the fallout, and let's let's start with Savage. Yeah, let's talk about him. There are some rumors abound <gasps> in our in our universe post WrestleMania that uh, Savage might be out the door. Mm-hmm. His uh, his contract's running up. Listen, I'm thinking I'm not getting paid enough, <laughs> and. Uh, you're trying to put this o- other guy over, and uh, not me. Check out the boots. Yeah, check out the boots. Uh, so, so Savage, uh, you know, for, to to that rumor has not been on TV for quite some time. In the weeks after WrestleMania, kind of disappears, and it's almost like a uh, you could liken it to a, a Brett Twelve, uh, Brett Twelve, Brett Hart after WrestleMania Twelve type situation. Brett Twelve, yeah. It's it's the it's the old Brett twelve, <laughs> oldest one in the book. <laughs> um, so the situation with Savage, uh, to sum it up, is is very much up in the air. Yeah, 
Um, and that kind of leads a, a, a clear opening and red carpet, more or less, for Sting to become the face that runs the place. Yep, he's the top guy, man. He's Merchandising a- out and just that face paint everywhere, wild and yeah, Stinger taking over. The houses are up. The houses are up. Yes, they are. Uh, so, uh, but then the other situation with Sting, we have to look at is, you know, he's now a double champion mm-hmm. as WWF champion and Intercontinental champion. Yeah, dual stuff. So yeah. It's kind of a mess. You, you gotta, you know, I mean, take it from SD, the ultimate Barbara Warrior Jones. If you're doing two jobs, it's kind of hard yeah, to it, do them at the same simultaneously. It's, it, it, just get, it gets exponentially harder with each job that you had, each job or each gimmick that you take on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jack Tunney is going to make a rolling on this. Ooh, of course, Jack Tunney. WWF president in, in every alternate universe. Yes. There's, there's, there's not an alternate universe that exists without Jack Tunney. Right. There is always an yeah. amalgamation of Jack Tunney. Yeah, yes. uh, absolutely. So what what is uh, Jack Tunney's rolling going to be here on the double championship issue? Stinger, as president of the WWF, I have declared that it is, it is only fair to make it so that uh, you cannot defend both titles. Uh, thus being, you will have to vacate the Intercontinental Championship. So he vacates the Intercontinental Championship. He says, what is next for the Intercontinental Championship? It will be up for grabs in a battle royal. Right. Now, the belt itself is not up for grabs in the battle royal, but the last two, com- the, the match will end with when there are two guys left in the ring. Yeah. Those you know, two he, guys. He he had he said that, and then later, Mean Gene and everybody had to clarify again, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. just to rewrite it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Tony is, yeah. He's, he's, he's still working on his, his details. His delivery. Yeah. 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 Um, so the last two entrants uh, left remaining in the Battle Royal are going to have a one-on-one matchup for the Intercontinental title at the next pay-per-view, which is SummerSlam. Wow, yeah. That'll be interesting. So that night, um, what what happens? What do we got going on? Yep, so we got Saturday night's main event, uh, main evented by that, uh, that said Battle Royal. Um, and we're not going to run down all of the entrants. It's it's a who's who. It's you know pretty much everybody in, in on the on the roster who's not involved in a personal issue or in that title picture. Right. Um, what we come down to uh, for a final four is uh, Rick Rude. Uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Bret Hart. And Bret Hart. So quite an advantage for the Hart Foundation there, but they've also been on Rocky territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, fourth man, Hercules Hernandez. Wow. Quite a show for him. Yeah, man. You know, he's getting that payday here. Yeah, yeah. It's got to. It's got to. Uh, Hernandez gets thrown the fuck out first. Oh, see ya. Uh, Goodbye. Yeah. But then uh, as the Hart Foundation starts to gang up on Rick Rude, Rude uh, is able to get a quick elbow on Hart and then hits the Rude Awakening on Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Wow. Um, And while the ref is checking on Brett because Brett has been busted open, um, Rude gets rid of Nightheart. Ooh. So that's the end of the match. Yes. That's so then we have the actual match of Brett and Rick Rude, right? Yep. For the and, Intercontinental Championship. Yep. And that is set for SummerSlam. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Brett is getting tended to here. Jim is kind of checking on him, but Jim is kind of frustrated as well that yeah. he was, uh, 
you know, thrown out unceremoniously. Yeah, and Brett close was, to the end. he thinks, you know, Brett didn't help him when he could have, but Brett was, you yeah. know, being attended to, so. Yeah, yeah, cut over the eye and everything, so, um, yeah. Some interesting stuff here with the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Their heart doesn't seem to have a good foundation right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm the foreman, and I'm coming on this property, and right now I'm seeing we're having some structural damage, um, you know, just foundation work yeah that needs to be done really yeah the home the home examination is not looking good <laughs> all right uh moving on we got anything else for um SummerSlam lined up we have stings challenger stings challenger who reveals himself to be earthquake whoa big challenge here this guy who vanquished the former nwa champion carrie von eric yes yeah took took care of him and he's really he's he's undefeated in the company he's run through just about everybody since he's come in so now he's getting the big title shot um and then we also have a uh, first of his kind in wwf to this point a first blood match first blood so how does this go down we have ted dibiase against the american hemophiliac oh no in a first blood match doesn't sound good for dusty does it i see problems i i mean it looks like a bad it sounds like a bad situation yeah it does um common phrase that we use for the common man um <laughs> here's a story that's gone on for a while dusty's been fighting against his corporation right um now he's looking to take the head out and you know to take the head out that that would that would crumble the whole corporation million dollar man is the head of this corporation of course kill the head and the body will die just just science yeah dusty's been getting jumped left and right he and piper have teamed up piper has actually been hurt by the uh million dollar corporation post their tag match in the weeks after on tv he's kind of taken a back seat to commentating yeah, um, that hip. They took him out with that chair shot to the hip. And, you know, Roddy's kind of just laying back now, nursing it. Yeah, he's got yeah. crutches and everything. Yeah, yeah. They're saying he should have surgery. He doesn't want to have the surgery. It's you a- know, I don't want to do it. I don't like doctors. <laughs> um. So Dusty is kind of left to himself here, um, as Jake tries to help him as much as he can. But you know, Jake has got his own personal demons and things. Yeah, Jake has been uh, rattling on about a darkness around him, and not sure what that's about. But he's kind of he's kind of off on his own, and he keeps cutting these weird promos. How he says he knows his time's running up, and I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting stuff here. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, Dusty says, "You gotta make me bleed. You gotta make me die. You're gonna you're gonna cut me like a pig and let me let me lay." So uh, he's like, that's not going to stand. I'm going to bust you open. You know? Right. Um, he's tired of this. Yeah. He's tired of getting assaulted. Yeah. So he challenges DiBiase to a first blood match. This is this is weird for him to do that, but he's got to, he's got to you know, get him into his grasp. He's yeah. like, daddy, I'm working you. <laughs> yeah. You'd think this was the last match he would want, but he's just crazy enough to do it. Yeah, so DiBiase accepts, and the match is set for SummerSlam. 
Uh, so uh, speaking of violence, we have the Bushwhackers defending their tag team titles. Uh, the Rockers coming in uh, for a return match. Listen, special news update, Jack. <laughs> we, we got a return contract for a, a rematch, Jack. I got news for you, Smash. Yeah. WHBK, this is Shawn Michaels. I got news for you. <laughs> Still one of my favorite bits from, from season one. Yes. Uh, Okay, so there, yeah, so this is going to be a uh, a uh, street fight. A sheep herder street fight. The hell? That means shears, blades, stuff? Yeah. Tables? I don't know. Hopefully, as special delivery of the Barber Warrior, Ultimate Barber Warrior, Red Rooster Jones is not present for that. Cause right. I, I mean, I he wor- doesn't use Barbasol. Yeah, I worry I worry about him with just the one pair of shears. But you gotta Correct. Correct. And a lot of infection and sheep, you know. sheep running around. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is kind of yeah, this yeah. Is ridiculous. But uh, so rounding out the card, we have a new introduction of a team here. They're face painted warriors. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Steve Sting, Sting Steve Borden's former tag team partner coming in with a legendary tag team. A legendary tag team. A legion. A legendary. A legendary tag team. The Legion of Doom get signed and picked up. Yeah. And they're brought in for this huge... They're getting advertised, you know, and they've done some superstar shows introduced, like, just, like, squashing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not in front of the biggest audience yet, but here they'll be making their, their grand, like, big debut against Dino Bravo, Rick Martel, and... One man gang. Yes. Wow. Big team there. Yeah. Big team there. Lots to deal with. Lots to deal with in a debut. But uh yeah, these these guys are it's a huge signing to bring in to bring in the Legion of Doom. They're, you know, over like Rover and uh mostly in the NWA at this point. So fans are familiar with them. Uh and they're one of the most over teams in the in the entire world right now. Yeah, and this guy, this other guy, Jim Helwig. He, he didn't get picked up like Sting did, but he he stayed around as the Dingo Warrior and as the Renegade Warrior. And now he's coming in as yeah. the Renegade Warrior. Yeah, they're taking a chance chance on him. I mean, Sting, obviously, with the belt, has a little bit more clout, so mm-hmm. he kind of put in a good word for him. Yep. It's old bud, and so... We'll see, and we'll see how he does. Yeah, let's let's see how they do. Uh, you ready to kick off SummerSlam? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's the 1990 SummerSlam. Summertime. Summertime. And the living is anything but easy. <laughs> um, Riders on the storm. <laughs> <laughs> I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. That's a summer song, right? <laughs> in the summer. In the summer. I'd take her if I had one way. <laughs> but she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. All right. All right. So let's get kicked off right where we uh, left off and, and describing this debut. First off, we have Legion of Doom and the Renegade Warrior versus Dino Bravo, one man gang. Rick Martel. And Rick Martel. Spraying his perfume everywhere. Uh, They get taken out with triple clotheslines early. Yeah. So this is huge. The fans are going nuts. This is a lot of like, you know, 
smashing and bashing and dashing and dancing and <laughs> prancing and it's still the holidays right yeah oh totally okay yeah. it's, it's always the holidays in my heart i reserve my right to sing christmas songs all year round yeah I, and I, I as do i as do i mm-hmm. if if anybody if, you know people who know jimmy and i really well they know we sing christmas songs we're christmas, all year round we're christmas boys yep it is what it is yep um so all right this match is just a huge squatch mash and it's like showing off the power we basically yeah. get a military military press from the lod passing around one man gang yeah to the ultimate which ren- is to just, the renegade warrior yeah. yeah like you know 400 pounds of just like here you go here you go buddy. here you go here you go here you go yeah slam him one two three this team is dominant they're here they're wow here. and uh yeah, there's probably some teams in the back taking note there. <coughs> yeah. Maybe some other, uh, other yeah. There's some notable omissions on this card as you'll as you'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up we have the Intercontinental Title match. Oh wow! Finals of the those two from the Battle Royal. Bret Hart singles action is his first. It's his first opportunity at a singles title. Yeah, and he's taking on Ravishing Rick Rude, who's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Former IC champion, former WWF champion, mm-hmm. for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got these two in the finals, and uh, how's this one going to go? Well, this one is going to be all based off trust. Yeah. Um, Bret Hart is trusting Rick Rude, and that Jim will be in his corner as well. Yeah. Uh, Jim comes out with him. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, that's that's cool. It's my buddy." Yeah. You know, we're a tag team, but I'm still I'm trying to move on to my own thing. I hope he understands. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I'd love to have you out there for uh, moral support. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, know uh no you're not going to screw me. Right. I'm here, daddy. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks, Jim. Jim swore on his kids. Yes. So, yeah. Nothing's <laughs> going to happen. Trust Jim. Uh this one is a technician's dream. Yeah. Um, it's Rick Rude and Bret Hart back and forth chain wrestling here. Rick Rude is wearing down Bret Hart, but Bret Hart is quick and cunning. And, uh, you know, bulldog stuff here. Mm-hmm. Bret's rope working it off, you know, arm ringing the, on Rick Rude. And Rick Rude is working over Bret's head. A lot of headlock, chin lock stuff here. Knees to the head. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Working over that sleeper hold as well. Um, so there's some downtime where Jim can like cheer on Brett. Yeah. Yeah. He's going bonkers and spazzing out and getting this crowd hot. They want to see Brett win this title because right. Rick Rude is part of the corporation. He's not a good guy here. Right. And he's here with his family. <laughs> Heenan's in this corner as well. When you heal your family. When you heal your family. So uh, <clears throat> there's actually a part where the referee is knocked down. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. He gets back bumped and then thrown out of the ring. So there's a little bit of opportunity here for Rick Rude to cheat with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yes. Comes in, but Nightheart's here. What's he going to do? So uh, Nightheart is, he, uh, Brett is like on the outside and he's trying to get up and he's reaching up to Nightheart for help. And uh, Nightheart knees him in the balls. Oh, man. And then... Uh, throws him right back into the ring. Yeah. Heenan comes out, throws the referee into the ring. 
Yep. Rick Rude pins Brett. One, two, three. New Intercontinental Champion. What the fuck just happened? Oh. Jim finally screwed him. Jim, we ha- I trusted you, dude. Yeah. And there's kind of a funny moment, too, right before where Keenan and Rude are on the apron and, like, Keenan's getting ready to, like, hand him a chair. And then Nightheart does that and they just kind of look at each other and, like, well, shrug. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll, guess we're good. We didn't even have to pay the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got the final, uh, dissolution of the, uh, the Heart Foundation. The Heart Foundation. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, bittersweet here, but yeah. Nightheart is stroking his beard and looking down, stroking his beard. Nightheart <laughs> is stroking his beard and looking down at Bret Hart and, uh, yeah, just sitting there laughing and pointing to himself. I should have been the one. Yeah. I should have been the one. And Brett said, I trusted you and, uh, you know, holding his nuts and yeah. walks off. But we have a new intercontinental champion, Rick Rude. And the Heenan family gains that much more momentum. Yeah, the corporation as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, next up, we have our tag team uh, sheep herder street fight. Oh, shit. The Rockers and the Bushwalkers. The Bushwalkers. The Bushwalkers. Uh, yeah, so this is a quick one, actually. Yeah. Uh, quicker than we thought because it's just a lot of, like, the Bushwalkers actually take out Marty and Sean pretty quick here. They they blindside them as they're making their entrance because it's a street fight. Yeah. We don't have to start it in the fucking ring. Exactly. We started in the crowd. Started in the in the entrance ramp. And uh, they work their way down. And boom. Uh, Marty misses a splash through a table, goes through a table. Sean eats a huge um, cannonball. I get that's their move. Yeah. The, the yeah. assisted headbutt thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Sean eats the pen there. One, two, three. Dominant champions. Yeah, take bush. the victory. And they, they bush. I was gonna say they march on, but they well, they do yeah, their they own do little. March. Yeah, they march on. Yeah, because they're not doing that silly walk shit. Because they're serious. Right. All right. Next up, we have the first blood match. Ooh, daddy. How is this gonna work? Man, this well, one's gonna be crazy because I could get busted open at any second. <laughs> In a moment. Luckily, I'm I'm heavily dressed right now. Yeah, he's wearing like a full like full body suit. Uh, <laughs> Almost reminiscent of gold dust. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit tighter. Yeah, a little, little bit tighter. tighter yeah. Uh, now Dusty's just um, defended himself really well in this match, and DiBiase is is beating him down and trying to bust him open, and for some odd reason, it's not working as quickly as it usually does. No, yeah, he's. Something about this this gear has got him uh, got him set. So, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, as we know in a first blood match, you can ma- mainly do anything. So this is right after the street fight. So there's still carnage. Um, DiBiase is beaten down by Dusty with some elbows, and then threatened with a chair. And out of nowhere, Dustin Rhodes comes up and tries to prevent uh, Dusty from hitting. Ted DiBiase with a chair. Yeah. And Dust, like, what? Dusty gets very emotional. Yeah. And uh, That's my son. Is that my son? They, they, and they confirm it on commentary. Yeah. And uh, so he uh, gets emotional. He, he throws the chair down and he tries to get Dustin to, um, to kind of get out of the way. That's when uh, DiBiase comes from the other side and then uh, 
blindsides him with Ooh. with a uh, with the ring bell. Oh no. Oh no. And then uh so uh, Dustin, so what does he do? Well, the Million Dollar Man then brings, he calls Virgil over. Yes. And then what happens? He calls Virgil over. He's 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 sitting there. He's telling him to pay the man. Pay the man. So he brings out all this money. He gives him the money. Dustin grabs the money. Then immediately slaps Virgil. Then he takes the bell that DiBiase has in hand. Bam! Backs DiBiase in the head after the crowd is like, yes, 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 do it. And he's like saying, no, no, no. Yeah. Does it. And he gets, picks his dad up. And then the referee thus sees that DiBiase's been busted open. Ding, 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 ding. DiBiase loses this match. He's busted open. But the story here is they got, they got, they, they ate their own shit. Uh, you know, he yeah. tried to pay him off and uh, it backfired. Like, yeah. Dustin took the money. And uh, him and his dad are running off with the money, but uh, letting him know, you know, that you can't, you, you know, money can't come between this blood, daddy. Yeah. Especially when there's so much of it. Yeah. So they throw out some dollars to the crowd, make them a yeah. face. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's blood money. <laughs> and uh, Dustin and Dusty celebrate, and Dusty takes a dollar bill that's bloody, stuffs it in DiBiase's mouth, and uh, giving a little, a little sign of disrespect there yeah. take your money and shove it yeah yeah take this blood too <laughs> weird he Jesus. Was yeah uh so interesting stuff there dusty and dustin right off into the sunset father and son holding hand victoria over the million dollar corporation yes spend a little money funky like a monkey yeah all right you ready for this funky main event yep it's actually it's funky for Sting because you know taking if he gets squashed and the weight and the the smell the sweat and, and the sweat and everything yeah yeah it's earthquake stomping around <laughs> gonna take on Sting for the WWF Championship here yep now this is Sting's first big title defense he's had a couple uh, you know a couple smaller ones on uh, on TV and uh, also going around the loop with different guys but this is the big one at this at the at SummerSlam. Uh, so the match starts off, and uh, Earthquake is going to dominate early. Oh yeah, man! He's gonna he's gonna squish him in the corner a couple times, squish him on the apron, um, slam him, body slam him on the mat, uh, on the outside a couple times. Sting is hurt here; he's having a hard time staying up. Yeah, Sting's down most of this match. Um, so it comes to a part where earthquake is ready to squish sting from the second rope but he's taking a little too much time here yeah he's starting to toy with him yeah yeah you can't you can't do that with sting yeah um he i won't be played with (laughs) 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 um so earthquake jumps does his second rope splash and uh sting moves out of the way rolls inside the corner and Earthquake eats his stomach. You know, he's like yeah. a belly flop straight yeah. on the mat. Oh, no. Sting is up. He is kind of, you know, working his way back. He's got that face paint tearing off and everything. And um, he's powering back, beating up on Earthquake, you know, punches. Boom, bam, boom, bam. They go back and forth. He goes off the ropes, tries to collide with the clothesline. Earthquake doesn't go down. Tries to go with another clothesline. Earthquake doesn't go down. 
goes off the ropes for a crossbody. Earthquake finally eats it, goes over, roll up. Sting is up, and he's 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 signaling for a military press. We're like, Ooh. whoa, Sting, how are you going to get this? 450 pounds here. <clears throat> he goes to slam Earthquake. Earthquake falls on him. One, two, no, kick out. Wow. Sting is still staying in this match. Earthquake now is saying he's going to finally squish him in the corner. Or he's signaling for his Earthquake splash, his signature, you know, stomping around. Yeah. But Earth, Earthquake doesn't realize it as he's stomping around and trying to get everything ready. Sting kips up. Holy shit. He's got the power in him. Yeah. Earthquake runs at him. Huge power slam from Sting. Boom to Earthquake. This is a quick one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So then uh, he he picks him up, gives him a scorpion death drop, then wraps him with the scorpion death lock, and Earthquake taps out. Wow. Yeah. One, two, three, or, well. Yeah. You know, one, one, two, two three, three four. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, ring the bell. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, so yeah, Earthquake's first loss is a is a submission, uh, really putting over the severity of that Scorpion Deathlock, mm-hmm. um, and Sting's just on to uh, on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Um. So, wow, what a what a match then to close out SummerSlam there. Yeah, little back and forth. We we saw Sting getting his ass whooped, and we thought we might have another new WWF champion pay per view yeah. after pay per view, but uh, no, Sting comes back fires back and hits his hits all the hits all the greatest hits and uh that's it yeah so all right <clears throat> moving on the further months after SummerSlam, we're going to survivor series yes the fall classic the mm-hmm. thanksgiving week tradition Mm-hmm. so what's going on here talk a little about uh jake jake the snake so, yeah, Jake, as we mentioned, was kind of cutting some weird promos and was not a part of SummerSlam. Um, so he is he seems to be haunted in mm-hmm. a way. He seems to you know be troubled by something. I got uh, demons. He keeps talking about his demons. You know, I'm here to tell you right now that I got something on my chest. I got something on my chest, and I got to get it off, and it's not the cross that I'm wearing around my neck that's leaning on my chest. It's something. So yeah, Jake, he's you know he's having a hard time here, and he's kind of getting weirder and weirder and darker and darker, and he's starting to lose matches. Uh, so we flash forward to Saturday night's main event in between SummerSlam and Survivor Series. He's in a match against Warlord, ooh, tough competitor, mm-hmm. tough competitor. Um, but uh, Jake eventually uh, does hit him with the DDT, ooh, and he gets up. Usually he goes for the pin right after the DDT, but he's yeah, you know, like I said, he's he's getting dark. He's getting angry. He's he yeah, wants he's like go- kneeling in the corner to the snake bag and yeah. kind of like talking to looking it, looking at it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like should I do it? Yeah. And so he gets up and he signals for another one. Ooh! But then the lights go out. Click. And they're out for about fifteen seconds. You know, nobody knows. This is not, you know, this is an era where this didn't happen all the time. Nobody really knows what's going on for, right. for you know, they assume there's an issue with the building. Um, then we hear this signature, doom, and the lights rise. Yeah. And there's a casket. A casket. At ringside. 
And this is like a jet black casket. Yeah, yeah. And Jade kind of looks at it. What the hell is that? And he uh, slowly walks up to it and puts his hand on it and opens it. And there are several live snakes in the casket. Yeah. Including including Damien. Wow. Like Damien. Snake bag's gone. It's empty. Yeah. Damien's somewhere in there trapped with another uh, couple hundred snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Symbolic. Yeah. A snake. Smothered by snakes. You ever had that smothered snake sauce? Jake smothered snake sauce. It whispers to you. <laughs> Shit, we got a whole. I know. We got a whole That's, snake sauce line. Yeah, we got. We're gonna start start making sauce. Work for Jr. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So. Uh, Jake then finds out uh, in the weeks at well in in the weeks after he starts uh, encountering this individual named Paul Bearer. Oh yeah! And uh, Paul Bearer keeps alluding to uh, his undertaker. My undertaker will bury you. You're already a dead man walking. You're dead inside. Why not just face the facts? Yeah. So like yeah, some really dark stuff here. Yeah. Um And so will you face? Your own death. I'm going to be in Survivor Series. And I will tell you right now that I will face my death, your death, anybody's death. I'll look death in the eyes. I'll look death in the eyes and I'll, and I'll slap it. I'll slap death in the eyes and then I'll DDT you. Have you ever a DDT death? <laughs> death, death, T. Death, death. Uh, so, so the match is set. So he's going to be facing this mysterious Undertaker, Undertaker we, we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So big debut uh, at the show, and then uh, like elsewhere on the card, we have sort of a big moment for the uh, million dollar corporation. Oh um, yeah, Daddy. See, I got a family with me. You got your own family. And this all based on money. But blood runs through this family. Shit, I bled on all these people. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, that's kind of a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not happy about it. Uh so yeah, D- so Dusty's assembled a team here, his family. He's got his son Dustin gonna be wrestling for the first time in WWF. Wow. Uh Roddy Piper, he is Motiv- motivated to to come back early from this hip injury and to, to put off the surgery. He's not healed. Let's be honest. He wasn't going to do the surgery anyway. No, I, 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 I can't pay that <laughs> medical bill. Uh, so he's going to be coming in. We don't know what kind of shape he'll be in. Uh, but rounding out the team is their old friend and our friend, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hello, hello. Always a reliable pop. Always, you know, always, always over with the crowd. Yeah, never USA. not ever. Um, yeah, so this team is going to take on the Million Dollar Corporation. <laughs> yep, and they're sending their top four guys out there. Ted DiBiase, Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, and Earthquake. Yeah, the Intercontinental Champion teaming with the, uh, the Perfect One, DiBiase, and this huge mess of a man earthquake yeah so they're feeling pretty good uh and they've also been in fact uh, they're feeling so good 
Yeah. They make they make a contract stipulation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they've been uh putting a lot of they've been putting a lot of pressure on uh Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney is just in a position where he's just going to give them what they want. So the stakes that both teams have agreed to in this are that if the million dollar corporation were to lose, they must disband and file for bankruptcy, so to speak. Mm. If you will file, if you will, file for bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh so they have to split if they lose, but then if Dusty Piper, Dustin, and Hacksaw lose, then what? Their contracts are then acquired by the Million Dollar Man. Wow. Yeah. So that means that the Million Dollar Man can book them in handicap matches. He can book them at, uh, you know, shitty little uh, gyms. Yeah, and just as an example, in the weeks coming up, he's using his the acquired contract that he has of Virgil to show examples of how bad it could be. Yeah. Virgil gets squashed by the earthquake over and over again. Yeah. But he's still signed. Yeah. To DiBiase. Yeah. So he's still getting his ass whooped here. And it's kind of, he's like the, uh, the, the port for Dusty to be like, look, man, come on now. Yeah. You got, you gotta, you gotta think about what you're doing. Daddy. Think about what you're doing to yourself and putting yourself in the situation that over money. Yeah, yeah. Virgil. He's like, I want that fuck money. Yeah. I want that. I want that fuck money. Ow. Need sauce. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this so is that's, a lot of stuff here, a lot yeah, of stakes. Big time elimination tag there, uh, in keeping with the Survivor series tradition. And then we also have another elimination tag. Uh we have the tag team champions, the Bushwhackers. Oh, uh, Teaming up with uh, Sato and Tanaka. Ooh, interesting, eh? <coughs> and then they are going to be taking on uh, longtime rivals slash whipping boys, the Rockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco Beware. Okay. And Tito Santana. Yeah, Coco got uh, Frankie all fixed up and, you know, freshened again. And, they you know, his feathers grew back. Sometimes the bird's feathers don't grow back, but they did. Yeah. So, uh. Now, speaking of which, he was cleaned off, you know, all that black soot from. Yeah. 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 He was looking like a crow. Yeah. Toward the end there. Kind of crazy. Speaking of special delivery, the Barber Warrior, Red Rooster Jones, he's been. You mean special delivery, the ultimate Barber Warrior, Red Rooster Jones? The same. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. (coughs) He's been um, sort of missing in action. Yeah, what what happened with him? He he let Frankie go free and kind of struck a chord with him, huh? It did. He decided he needed some own freedom, his some of his own freedom in his life. Wow. To get away from this this crazy uh haircut and schedule, yeah. making deliveries, um, you know, he's got to do a spiritual haircuts as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The drugs are yeah, really I mean, that's that's that's, that's the, the top drugs, priority, really. Yeah. Uh so uh He's going to go, he's going to say, he's got to go home somewhere, find his find his way. Yeah. He's as free as a bird right now. We'll see you, SD, the ultimate barber warrior, Red Rooster Jones. What a legacy he leaves behind him. <sighs> Leave the memories alone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, moving on. Um... <laughs> Uh, so that's our card. Yeah, that's our card for Survivor Series. Well, well, who, who, 
wait, wait. What about the title match? Sting doesn't have a title match? Oh, that is not just the card for Survivor Series. That's right. There's always more. There's always more. Yeah. Uh, so, what's been going on with Randy Savage? So, Randy Savage has been on a little bit of hiatus. He comes back uh, making an appearance with Elizabeth, and he dons himself the king of the WWF with Queen Elizabeth. Interesting. Yeah. No King of the Ring, no nothing like that. He's just, I'm the king. I was the king here. I made this place. It's a proclamation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, they, you know, they, uh, you know, had a lot of interest from the NWA. Jim Crockett Promotions was trying to bring him in. Uh, didn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, he's back. He's re, he's re-upped with the WWF and deemed himself the king. Um, and his first decree is that he has a return match coming to him uh, for the title that he lost to Sting mm. at WrestleMania. So he's asking for a rematch. Yeah. No, I demand a rematch. Sting, he's up for the challenge. As he always is. And yeah. he's still, like, there's part of him that still wants to earn that respect from Macho Man because he feels right. like he's never, he still hasn't gotten it. Right. Sting kind of brings up the fact, you know, last time you put your wife in the way, you put everything that you could in the way. How about it's just you and me, one-on-one? Let's do it. Let's do a one-on-one. The only way they can do it one-on-one, Jack Tunney declares, a steel cage. Wow. I like that. Yep. That works, yeah. Keep everybody out. Yeah, Just keep them in. Settle it in the ring. Yep. And uh, so it is set. WWF Championship match. Sting defends his title against King Macho Man. The Macho King. Man. Macho uh, King Man? The Macho King Man. Yep. The Macho's Kingsman. Mm-hmm. All right, so you ready for... Survivors here. I'm a survivor. I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna survive. I I will survive. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. All right, dude, brother, here we are. Here we are, Survivor Series. 1990. Man. Yeah, what a time. time. Time's just flying by. What yeah. were you doing here? Uh, I was probably doing uh, exactly what my son Camden is doing right now. Cause I yeah, was about, the little hitman. Yeah, I was about, yeah, I was, I was about to, uh, I was about to be one year old, so okay. I was a little bit older. But yeah, I was probably just uh, crawling around, watching some cartoons, I don't know. Why don't we... Pick up Camden, and then we'll go back in the time travel machine to 1990, and we can visit you as a baby. That would be weird. That won't mess everything up. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) We got to use these time travel skills responsibly. Yeah. We're trying to do this, and then we'll reset everything right back to the way it was. The alternate timeline, Hulknet, is still... I don't want to talk about it too much, but Hulknet is still thriving. Oppressive. Yeah, AEW just signed Terry Boulder. <sighs> Crazy. To a, a ridiculous contract. Yeah. He's the uh the new shooter. He's the, <laughs> he's the face, brother brother. The real rock and roller. <laughs> the original bassist. 
I'm the elite, Jack. <laughs> All right. Okay, moving on with our storyline. Here we are, Survivor Series. How are we opening up this show? This First up, we got our uh, got a traditional Survivor Series matchup with the tag team champions, teaming up with Sato and Tanaka, taking on uh, the Rockers, Coco Beware, and Tito Santana. Oh, man, some veterans with some youngsters here. <laughs> Again, some veterans with some veterans, yeah. foreigners here, <laughs> I guess. We'll They're, just be blatant. I mean, Vince thinks they're rookies because he's yeah. Yeah, never, ah. seen, he's never, never seen, seen these guys before. Yeah, they must be new. Yeah. You haven't wrestled until you've wrestled in America. Exactly. Let me put you on the opener. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think you kids might have a shot. So how does this one go? Uh, this one goes pretty quickly. Uh the uh, Rockers are able to get a quick pin on Tanaka, uh, but then the Bushwhackers get in, and the Bushwhackers, you know, first Luke, then Butch, they pretty much own the Rockers at this point. It's it's sad. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sad. Tito is the last man, actually, after Marty eats a pin, then Sean eats a pin. It's Sato and the Bushwhackers standing tall after Tito eats one of the cannonballs from... Uh, I'm sorry. One of the, 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 what is that? Assisted, like, they, assisted head. Okay. Uh, Tito eats an assisted headbutt from the Bushwhackers. Oh, we like to call it a sheep skull. We like to call it a sheep skull. We fucking with it. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So they got fucked there. Skull fucked the sheep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that gets. <laughs> Let's edit that out. I don't, <laughs> I don't want my son to ever hear that. Heels, heels go over here. <laughs> I think big picture. Yeah. Sometimes. True. true. Like yeah, this. Sometimes. In certain states. Okay. Yeah. So that. That's our first match in the books there. The Bushwhackers continue to be dominant across the Federation. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the uh, Legion of Doom. Yeah. And the So, yeah, we, we, we didn't really touch on this one coming up. Uh, the Legion of Doom and the Renegade uh, came in, had their big debut at uh, SummerSlam, only to draw the ire of Demolition. Yeah. Demolition, uh, not happy about this. They weren't happy about being off of the Survivor Series card, uh, and they're they're saying that these guys are a ripoff. They're saying they're a ripoff, and that this is their territory. Uh, recently, beat up on the Rockers post match on an episode of Superstars, so mm-hmm. they're uh, very much you know they've gone back and forth, but now they're very much back on the heel side of things. We're solidified. Yes. Yes. Hate us. Yes. So uh, we have a big match here because Brett is questioning why Neidhart turned on him. Yeah, Brett's still trying to mend fences and trying to build the relationship, trying to get Jim to go back to counseling. Jim's having no part of it. Yeah, he's on a spiritual haircut every other week. Yeah. Um, And And Brett's just in his basement listening to The Cure. Uh, Yeah, I got got screwed again. Look at this picture. Yeah. A picture of you. I got a picture of you, Jim. Yeah. You know, in the in the good days I would just, you know, lay back and listen to Brian Adams, but uh just yeah. 
No, it changed. Brett's not washing his hair as much anymore. It's getting a little frizzy. Yeah, yeah. He's in a dark place, so he's uh, Jim's not interested in reconciling the team. Yes. So Brett's going to be teaming with the Legion of Doom and the Renegade to take on Demolition and uh, Jim the Anvil. Noidhart. Noidhart. Yeah. So this will be uh, uh, an interesting one here. Um, it's kind of like mirror stuff with the, you know. Yeah, you got two separate issues kind of coming together here. Um, and so the match is going to actually, uh, they're going to start off with Jim and Brett. Oh, wow. Because that's what, you know, that's what both of them wanted. And so they're, they're toe-to-toe. You want to do this? We're going to do this. You were like a brother to me. He's going to fight his brother. Wow. He's going to do it. So uh, back and forth here, um, and then eventually Jim eats a pin from Brett. Brett is actually too quick. He rolls him up. O'Connor, a one, two, three, quick pin for Brett. He's like, gotcha! Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, Nightheart pops back up to his feet and just starts putting the boots to him. Uh, Before the ref can break it up, he hits a power slam on Brett. Mm. Brett's in a bad way as we we regain control and – uh, crush enters the ring. Yeah, and he crushes Brett, pins Brett. Brett's gone. Yeah. Now it's f- three on three. Three on three. Now, now it's just a six-man tag, elimination rules. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the Renegade Warrior is going to come in first, and he's going to go toe-to-toe with Crush. And uh, he's going to, you know, runs off the ropes, tries to shoulder tackle him, doesn't quite bring Crush to his feet. Not yet. Goes for it a second time. That time he gets him. Gets him. Yeah. Boom. Then he runs off the ropes. Big splash. One, two, three. Wow. Crush. Ate it. But he kicks up again. Again, these guys are, they don't sell. Yeah. Whatsoever. No. But he's pissed off and he gets out. So it's uh, three on two. But Axe and Smash, the veterans of the team, run in immediately and beat down the Renegade Warrior. Yes. Um, and the referee is trying to stop the LOD from getting in. So kind of like the heel tactic of distracting the wreck. Yes. So, yeah. So that leads to uh warrior getting eliminated. Yeah. He eats a demolition device. Yeah. So that'll get you every time. <sighs> Sorry. Out of here. Yeah. He doesn't sell at all. <laughs> Just runs away. Yeah. Yeah. And so from there, we got all four men in the ring. Oh and shit. Things just start to kind of break down and then they, uh, calamity. Yeah. Calamity. Calamity Jane has showed up. Uh, <laughs> and then the referee just uh, signals to Calamity Jane. She, uh, Our guest timekeeper. <laughs> she tells her horse, giddy up. He, bing, rings the bell. And it's a double DQ. Double DQ. Wow. These two have got some beef that will need to be settled. Yeah, ref can't keep it together. But, uh, yeah, this is a crazy little... Crazy little beef, beef on beef match. Yeah, yeah. Who's you know who's got more of a uh, stake in that gimmick, and who's who's ripping off who, sort of sort of thing. Who's got more stake in the gimmick? Yeah. Nope. Who's, <laughs> who's the who's the better face painted stakes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they try to separate that, and then we come down to low lights, dim lights. Jake's out. He's not, uh, he's walking 
very, very slowly. Yeah. It's crazy. I wonder what's going to happen. Damien's in my hands. We're just wondering. And, and, you know, he has no idea, you know, what to expect. No, he doesn't. No. Um, And he's here in the ring waiting. And we get Paul Bearer coming down, spotlight on him. And then emerging from the entrance, hat, overcoat, big old tie, boots. It's special delivery the barber. No, just kidding. That that's a riff, guys. That's a riff. <laughs> no, we, we have Mark Mark Calloway. Yeah, we hear a gong and it's head down yeah. spotlight on Paul Bear. And then the Undertaker appears. Here we are. Yep, just Cues as music. Yeah, same music. Just as intimidating, but you know, obviously with with Paul Bear in tow this time, and nobody really knows what his agenda is going to be. You know, the corporate the corporation has alluded to him, but they don't really have any mm-hmm. control over him. Mm-hmm. And Jake is sitting in the corner, just waiting. What the hell is this? And Undertaker is finally revealed. Jacket off, hat off, rolls his eyes back, and it's the Undertaker. Bing, bing, bing. The bell rings. Jake shoots up. He immediately gets a big boot. Oh, my God. Then Undertaker picks him up, scoops him, snake eyes. Boom. Off the rope. Big boot. Again. Boom. Then he picks Jake up. Tombstone. Wow. Tombstone pile driver. Yeah. Covers the arms over Jake. One, two, three. Jake couldn't even fight back. Didn't even get a bit of offense in. No. Yeah. What the hell? Who is this guy? How is he How is he unstoppable? Yeah. Is he alive? Is he dead? Who is it? Children are crying. Wow. Children are scared. Yeah. Uh, the coffin is then, uh, you know, they're pulled out by the Undertaker and Paul Bear has wheeled out this coffin yeah they roll jake into it close it and walk off and the music is hit and that's it what the hell what the hell just happened yeah what's gonna happen to jake and who's gonna be next yeah change up the vibe huh yeah a little spooky in wwf now it's very spooky very yeah. spooky all right so on to our next Survivor Series matchup. It's another elimination tag. This is the bit, the one with the. Uh, this one has a lot of stakes too. Man, so many stakes and they're bloody stakes. Yeah. These are like my stakes rare. These are rare stakes right here. <laughs> you rarely get these stakes in a type of match. And if you think about it, these are thick stakes. <laughs> thick stakes is what I'm trying to tell you. Not six, but thick. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so we got uh, Dusty Rhodes, his son Dustin Rhodes, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, taking on the Million Dollar Corporation of Ted DiBiase, Rick Rude, Perfect, and Earthquake. Yeah. A lot on the line here. A lot on the line here. Corporation's going to have to disband if they lose. uh, The other team loses control of their contracts Yeah, if they lose. so Yeah. Um, Starting this match out. Hot, it's Earthquake and Hacksaw. Two big hosses here. Yeah, Hacksaw thinks he can take them. Yeah, they they go blow for blow. Um, Earthquake gets the better of Hacksaw here, squishes him a couple times, and then uh, Hacksaw eats the 
eats the, eats the pin after being held in the corner by these heels. Yeah. Remember, Rude and Perfect work really well as a tag team, so it's a lot of dynamics of uh, you know the tag team tactics of keeping the guy beat down in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next up, uh, next in the ring, we have uh, Piper coming in, and uh-huh. he is going toe-to-toe with Earthquake now. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Uh, no, he... he he can't. He can't. No. He gets uh he gets a squishing for his his troubles as well. Yeah, he gets a big sidewalk slam and that really just knocks his hip out of all kind of condition. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And uh eats the pin one, two, three. Oh my god, it's Dustin and Dusty against the entire corporation right now. Four four strong heels. Incredible odds. Yeah. And uh, so Dusty gets in the ring and is able to land some quick blows on Earthquake. Elbow, dead ass. Boom, boom. Buys some time. And Dusty's a big boy, so he's able to uh, sort of whip Earthquake into the corner where him and Dustin do do some double team action there in the corner. Uh, so now they've got they've got the Earthquake kind of reeling. Uh, he's going to tag Dustin in at this point. He and gives him He gives Earthquake one little elbow drop and then tags Dustin in. Dustin goes to the top rope. Big boy here. Yeah. About 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Two, 250. Big elbow drop. Boom. One, two, three. Wow. Earthquake eats the pin. Holy shit. Huge first win for, first pin rather for uh, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's Dustin and Dusty. Yeah. DiBiase, rude and perfect. Yeah. Rude coming in quick here. Yeah. He's like, I fucking hate. You know, hammering down Dustin. These rookies. Yeah. So uh, they're getting the upper hand on Dustin. Um, he's fighting back for the hot tag to Dusty. Yeah. But uh, what what goes what goes on? So Dustin is going for the hot tag to uh, <coughs> to Dusty. Uh, Dustin hits him, uh, hits Rude with a pretty vicious back backbreaker. Uh, so we got both. Both guys kind of reaching towards the corner. Uh, Rude going a little bit quicker than, than Dustin, but Dustin is able to get to tag in Dusty about a half second after uh, Rude tags in DiBiase. Oh, man. So we got Dusty and the Million Dollar Man going at it. Uh, and then Virgil, who had previously not been ringside, comes out. <gasps> DiBiase's like, huh? Distracted a little bit. Huh? Yeah questions abound well why why wasn't he there in the first place uh where have you been <laughs> the hell have you been uh Dun- you have no more pto <laughs> you cannot take this day off virgil opens up his uh jacket he's got a lot of money stuffed in there it yeah. looks like he he either robbed somebody or he's just trying to have money for insulation in his jacket i mean he just robbed somebody Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's going to Olive Garden right after this. Oh shit. Shows DiBiase that DiBiase's like, That's my money. Put that back. Where the hell did you get that? You took that from me. And he throws a little bit of money up in the air. DiBiase's really distracted here. He eats a bionic elbow. Boom. One, two, three. DiBiase's pinned quickly here. Wow. So now we're back to even odds. Ooh. Got father and son on one side and then two uh Minnesota boys on the other. Oh yeah. Perfect, uh, beating down Dusty, back and forth between Rude and Perfect, beating down Dusty. Well, what happens next? They swing him into the ropes. He comes back, double clothesline. 
These guys eat the clothesline. He hits a hot tag to Dustin. Dustin's in. He's fired up. Superplex to Mr. Perfect. One, two, three. Now it's Rick Rude and Dusty and Dustin. But Rick Rude, quick on the draw, delivers a quick Rude Awakening to Dustin. Hmm. Bam. Dustin's out. One, two, three. Now it's it's Rick Rude and Dusty. Dusty Rhodes. Two oh, veterans, shit. you know, two workhorses. Uh and they're gonna they're gonna have a nice little exchange here. It's gonna they're gonna go about five minutes with uh, some some big false finishes. Yes. Uh Rick Rude hits the Rude Awakening uh at one point, but Dusty is able to roll out of the ring. Ooh yeah. Saves himself. Um and then eventually Rick Rude goes for this is not like him. He's up on the top. He goes for a big knee drop, misses it, eats the knee, dusties up, gives him some elbows, flies off the ropes, and uh, gives him one good elbow shot, clothesline, then that big elbow drop. Dusty goes to the second rope. Ooh. Like, yeah, daddy. Comes off the second rope. It's a lot of weight, a lot of blood coming down on you. Hell yeah. The fans, everybody counts. One, two, three. The crowd go fucking apeshit. Yeah. This is the huge. The corporation this, is yeah. disbanded. This is the culmination of, uh, of you know, all, like all, over a year's long feud, really, mm-hmm. uh, with this corporation. And uh, so, yeah, big, big baby phase victory here. Yeah. DiBiase has been distracted by Virgil. He's he's chasing him down outside the 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 entrance ramp and they've. They've, you know, got money going everywhere. Yeah. It's it's a mess. And Earthquake, who was at the top of his game, you know, although he did come up short against Sting, uh, takes a quick loss here. So we got to wonder where that leaves him and, you know, what type of uh, ranking Dustin Rhodes is going to be at picking up such a big pinfall in his first match. Yeah, yeah, real, real good stuff here. Only time will tell, but the Million Dollar Corporation. No more. No more. All right, here we are. Let's you ready to do this? Let's do it. Main event. The steel cage. I love that music. Yeah. It's just It's awesome. Yeah. It's the same one they would play sometimes when people would walk to the from the mm-hmm. locker room. Like, yeah, it's just the one for Survivor Series nineteen ninety seven rings a bell. Oh yeah. Yeah, so they do that. Setting up the cage. It's the big Blue cage. Yes. Mm. Classic. Yes. And then bam 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 getting hoisted on this big throne. It is the macho the macho excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> the macho king. Yes, with Miss Elizabeth by his side standing there. Yes. His crown, scepter, everything. Yeah. Wow. Quite he, the entrance. Yeah. And he's not he's not necessarily heel Macho King that we know from the real timeline. This is like arrogant Macho Man thinking he is better than Sting. He's not necessarily been uh, solidified as a heel, per se, correct? Right. He's exactly. more or less just this this grizzled uh, veteran that's been here, and he's he's had WWF on his shoulders for so long, and yeah. he's, he feels um, 
feels overlooked now that Sting's part of the bigger picture. Yeah, and there's there's such a large segment of that audience that is just that will still root for him, and because they, you know, he's been the top guy for for years now, so mm-hmm. he's you know he's got that segment of the audience who's just always going to like him. Yes. Yep. So he does get some cheers, but he does get some boos. Um, then. Sting! Oh my God, it's Sting out, the WWF champion. Yep, and all of his glory. He is um, decked out with a lot of blue and gold here. Instead of that blue and yellow, he's blue and gold. Gold. Yeah. You know the yeah. difference. Yeah, blue, gold, and white. And he's woo screaming all the way down. He's ready for the steel cage. It's gonna be intense. Yes, it is. And then we have a stare down here. Yeah. Sting still wants the respect from Savage. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he's realizing one way or another he's he's either going to get his respect tonight or... Or he's going to have to beat it out of Savage. Exactly, yeah. So uh, the bell rings. They're in the ring. They're just standing off right here. Sting puts his hand out. He wants a shake from Savage. What does Savage do? Slaps, Slaps him it. in the face. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Again. Off to a rough start. Yeah. For staying emotionally. Yep. So then it's uh, back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. But Savage, he has to take the low road again. Yeah. Kicks the knee of Sting. Oh. He's going to work over this knee of Sting. He's, he, he wants this figure four again. He's going to keep working over Sting, smashing him into the cage. He's going to try to get him out. Uh, he's going to try to get out of the steel cage a lot of times. He's tying Sting up in the ropes. Yeah, he's so. he's all about getting the title back by any means necessary. Yeah, he's he's working over Sting right here, and Sting tries to fire back as much as he can, but Savage is just, he's enraged. This is, this is a ruthless Savage at this point, as ruthless as he can be confined in the steel cage yeah because let's not forget he had to survive in a steel gate steel cage against bruiser brody yes yeah, yeah. what a what a hard fought victory that was yeah yeah so he he knows what the the level of violence he needs to bump it up to in order to get the job done here Mm-hmm. so um he's smashing sting so hard into the cage sting is busted open oh no doesn't look good for sting um, but Savage is getting a little arrogant here because he feels he's got the upper hand. He's got it in the bag. He crushes Sting on the ropes, like his his stomach in the ropes as Sting tries to make an escape. Sting's caught there. He gets smashed with a boot, with a knee from Sat. Sting gets smashed with a knee from Savage from behind in between the cage and the knee. Oh, man. Sting's down on the ground in the middle of the ring. Savage. What does he decide to do? He's going to the turnbuckle. Yeah. He wants to finish Sting with an elbow. Yeah. He wants to really prove his point that he is the guy. And his move is the move. He's not going to escape and run away. He's, you know, going to prove his point here. Mm Mm-hmm. He hits the elbow. Sting eats it. Oh, Savage is like, I'm going to finish the kid. Drags him a little to another, to the other corner. You know, facing the other direction for the other corner. Sting is, is hurt here. Savage is 
he knows he's got it in the bag, so he's gonna he's gonna, gonna, gonna get in his hot dog and in his grandstand. Yeah, I'm gonna do one more elbow drop. He goes for another elbow drop. Sting eats the elbow again. Oh Jesus. my god, this is it. Yeah, Savage goes for one more. Third time is a charm. No, on this Sting case. actually moves this time. Yeah. Went to the well one too many times, as yeah. they would say. Both men are down on the ground. Looks like it's uh it's 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 evened out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's anybody's match now. Uh so they both start getting up to their feet, um, and they start exchanging chops. Oh, Chop City. Chop City. Back and forth, back yeah. and forth. And finally, Savage hits Sting with three of them. Sting down to his knees. No! Wow! He's powering back. Yeah. He chops Savage, and it's just a little stronger. Yeah. You will respect me. Yep. Smacks him. Savage returns. He doesn't even budge. Smacks Savage again. Savage returns the favor. Yeah. Sting does not budge and screams and yells in his face. And the crowd is just losing it with a little bit more with every chop. Yep. So Sting then grabs Macho Man after a big after another big chop, grabs him by the hair, slings him into the cage, then slings him into the other side, then across to the other side. Basically, across here we get across. Savage eats four walls of steel cage. <sighs> Big time stuff here for Sting. Yeah. And the, the crowd is going wild and Savage is flopping all around. He comes back. He tries to go for a low blow on Sting. Sting catches the hand. Oh, my God. The reflexes. Yes. Yeah. He grabs the hand, lifts Savage up. Big time military press into the cage. Savage eats the, eats the cage, flops down again. Sting. Signaling for that Scorpion Deathlock. Oh my god. He's got it locked in. What happens here? Savage taps. Yeah. Savage taps. The crowd is going nuts. Insane. Uh, yeah, Savage had this match in the bag. Um it was it was almost done numerous times. He could have done it, but he he wanted to solidify his role as the leader of WWF. And he's not. It's it's this new guy Sting. Sting is the new the new generation of yeah. WWF. Yeah. No denying that now. Uh and even Savage knows that as he gets he gets to his feet and he's kind of limping around, takes a look at the crowd, takes a look at Sting. <clears throat> and uh holding his holding his midsection, yeah. he reaches his battered hand out first to Sting. Sting looks at the the crowd. He takes it. They say, let's do it. They shake one last time. Macho Man points at him. Says, you're the man. You're the man. You're the man. Savage and Elizabeth leave. Sting is cheering, celebrating in the steel cage. Confetti coming down. It's Sting's era, baby. Yep. Yep. But there is some darkness gleaming. Is there not? Yes, there is. We'll see what happens next on Hulkamania is Dead. Yeah, we have The Undertaker on the scene now. We have Sting solidified as champion. Uh, we have the Million Dollar Corporation 
Dissolving. Dissolving. Yeah. We have a continuing story with Brett and Jim the Anvil Knife. Yeah. 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 Those two are going to have a one-on-one match at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be going to be interesting to see who uh, comes out the better of that split. So, yeah. uh, a lot of stuff to to continue to tell you. And uh, and you know what we got up coming up next? Was that we got another Royal Rumble episode? Oh, dude, awesome! Yes, yes. Royal Rumble coming up next. It'll be 1991. Yes, and if you haven't listened to any of our Rumble episodes before, we break down the entire match, every entrant, every elimination. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, from bell to buzzer to bell. Yes. 30 buzzes in between that <laughs> bell, almost. Um, yeah, so we we do it we do it like that. It's, it's a whole episode we take to do the entire Royal Rumble. It's a fun show, though. Yeah. Um, stick around, see what happens. E- episode 13, the Royal Rumble, 1991. And then after that, dude, we, we have so much more to in store for everybody. We have until WrestleMania 9, post 9, maybe? Yeah, we'll see, yeah, we'll see, we'll see where we're at and yeah. see what type of condition Hulknet is in. Exactly. And we'll have to catch up with Brett 12. Um, <laughs> sorry it's, it's, the, it's the old Brett 12 Brett 12 man um, yeah well as always you can find us here at Retromania moleholeradio.com retromania.blogspot.com is where we have our archive of old episodes you can always write to us at retromaniapodcast at gmail.com you can join in the fun on Facebook at Retromania with a W. Right there, we have a little nice community, a couple hundred fans, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, just hanging out and chatting. We like to talk to you guys, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We like to love to talk wrestling. We love to talk about uh, any thoughts you have on the show, any ideas or you know things you know guys you would like to see or topics you want us to hit. We're we're more than open to that. Yeah, we've taken suggestions. We've ran with them. So, uh, yeah. Some say too far. Some say too far. Some say not far enough. We'll see. Um, and as always on Twitter, at RetromaniaPod. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you can always look out for more shows like Marking Out the Days. Uh, Gaijin Wrestling Radio will be returning. I just watched Wrestle Kingdom 13 yes. and New Year's Dash. So I'm ready to talk about that. And uh, what the future holds for New Japan Pro Wrestling without the elite being involved or is the elite sticking around we don't know find out yeah. um yeah so jimmy thank you as always thank you yeah thank catch you, you in thank about, you all for listening yeah catch you in about two weeks for the next hulkamania is dead brother yeah <laughs>